0: experience worship, true worship, experience the word bringing you wholeness, experience the warmth of fellowship, experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthouseng.org or contact us at info@lighthouseng.org. At the Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny.
1: you praise we give you glory in jesus precious name amen you're welcome tonight can you just welcome people around you welcome them in the name of the lord jesus ask them how was your day how are you doing after supernatural shift what is happening in your life have you really 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 shifted ask them everyone watching online you're welcome tonight to a beautiful exchange service we're so glad to have you join us, uh, whether you are on the road or on the MLXR, is that? Yeah, that's what it's called. Whether you are on the ro- road, listening via audio, or you are right there in your office because you are waiting for traffic or wherever platform that you choose to watch us from tonight, you're welcome to our beautiful exchange service. And those who will watch this on YouTube later, you are still welcome to our service. God is forever 24-7 access. So you are welcome any day to hear the word of life. Praise the Lord. How are you doing after supernatural shift? I need to ask that question. You have shifted. How many of us believe that? But I want to take my preaching from the word of the Lord from Minister Toby tonight. There is nothing to be discouraged about. I know what... It is out there. And you know, after such a wonderful experience, what usually happens is that the enemy wants to see whether you actually receive the word. Hold on to the word of the Lord that you have received. Don't let it slip from your head. And you know the way this things you have received the word of the Lord over two, two days. You dance while Minister Shile is leading on on Sunday. You shook everything up. By Monday morning, you are faced with the reality of life. And it's as if those things are bad. No, shake off. Shake them off. Yeah, the Bible says that there was a time Paul arrived at an island. And it was, I mean, he was a man on a mission. And so the Bible says it was cold on that island. So they were trying to get uh, um, sticks of wood together to be able to keep themselves warm. And the Bible says, As Paul lifted up one particular stick, a viper fastened unto him. And to the amazement of the villagers, they said, Oh, this man is surely a sinner. His sin has finally found him out. And the Bible says, And Paul shook the beast into the fire. So the beast can represent... Anxiety. It can represent worry. It can represent disappointment. It can represent a brick wall. The word of the Lord to you tonight is shake the beast into the fire. I say, shake the beast into the fire. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The victory of the Lord is yours. The empowerment of God is yours. Walk in the liberty where you have been made free. Don't be entangled by worry. Don't be entangled by disappointment anymore. We are the victorious one. We are the overcomers. The greater one lives on the inside of us. Can I have an amen? Can we pray another time for some few minutes? Glory to God the joy of the Lord is our strength the joy of the Lord is our strength the joy of the Lord is our strength, the joy of the Lord is our strength Where we we have received no from Monday to now, we begin we, we make a call back there tomorrow morning, we receive the yes, yes, yes Yes, 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 yes. We are the victorious one. Life pays way for us. Yes, Lord, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. Just for one moment, can we just prophesy? Over the Women's Gold Conference this Saturday and and Sunday. Everyone watching us online, we are inviting you because we will live stream here. There is a conference, the Deborah Generation Conference. We are preparing for it. We believe that it's a platform where women are blessed, where women are empowered to be the woman that God has designed each one to be. Can we just prophesy? It will be a moment of divine encounter, it will be a moment of divine change. It will be a moment of divine awareness. Men will come, women will come into their full realization of whom God has designed and called them to be in this generation. Yes, Lord, we are raising women who are aware of their inheritance in Christ and who are going out in the marketplace, in their families, in their community, to be the Deborah in our own generation. Father, we thank you for your blessing over that conference. We give you praise because eyes will be open, ears will be open, heart will comprehend you. We bless you, we honor you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen and amen, amen, amen. Please don't forget, invite people Use that program as you did, invite people. Women need to know who they are. There's so much treasure in our women. And this is the time that God is unraveling this deposit. We call, it's called the Deborah generation. Deborah stands for a judge, it's like a prime minister. And she was a mother. She, has a family life, and then she's relevant in our community. I believe that there is greatness in our women, and I believe that that conference will help us to further unravel this greatness. And each one will leave that conference becoming the woman that God has designed them to be. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, let's let's just push for that. Uh, this July, uh, we are ramping up on our uh, Kingdom Wealth series, Uh, so we are still uh, working in the realization of it. I just believe in my heart that God has a purpose for this series, and so we will still dwell in it, and until the end of the month, or the last Sunday of the month, we will wrap up with question and answer. There is still more, so don't just close your mind, and there is more on this series. And tonight, I just want to remind us some basic things that we've learned so far. It's very important. Paul says for me to say the same thing to you over and over again. He said, it is not a bother. I mean, if we are preaching this series next year, it will be with new insights. But so far, the things that we have learned, I just want to remind you of them. This basic truth. And there is something about the basic truth in Yoruba Palace. They say, keep it if you are using your right hand, they say keep it in your left hand so that you won't use it to eat. So if you are a leftist, keep it in your right hand. If you are a rightist, keep it in your left hand. You The whole lesson is that just take these lessons to heart. Praise God. Praise God. The scripture that I will remind you, two of them, Deuteronomy 8.18. Deuteronomy 8.18. You know, when we begin to talk about the subject of wealth, uh, I don't know what how it is. I think it's the devil. People just get upset. The truth is that whether you get upset or not, it is something that you and I think of every day. And so the devil wants to pervert the truth, which he has successfully done in certain quarters. But Jesus says something in Joel, uh, John 8:32: "You shall know the truth, and the power inherent in the truth." shall set you free shall make you free so we are we are just exposing the truth about god's design for us in psalm 37 it says it is this delight that his saints will prosper it is his delight it is his delight and so where we read or where we're going to read tonight Deuteronomy 8:18, 8, 18 it said you must remember the lord your god your Redeemer, the one who gives you ability to produce wealth. I love this translation, NIV, yeah. And so, when he gives you that ability, and you and I are actively utilizing that ability, we we are confirming his covenant with us. His covenant, I mean, in Genesis chapter 1, talks about it. When he created man in his own image and in his own likeness, he said, man should have dominion. So, whenever you and I, we are exposed to this truth, our mind is renewed in the Word of God, and we are walking in the reality of what God has said, we must always remember Him. He has given us the ability to produce wealth. And when we activate this ability in us, it's confirming His covenant. We have a covenant with God by reason of our relationship with Christ Jesus. In Ephesians 1, 3, he summarizes this covenant. He said, blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. He has not caused us. That's what he said from the onset in the beginning, when he made man in his own image. So God has blessed us. And he's only just blessed us with every spiritual. Do you know that when you understand the every, every spiritual blessing, easily you can convert it into material blessing yeah that's the way it works. you need to understand who god is god is a good good father you need to understand who jesus is we are talking about spiritual blessing now you need to understand it for do you know the grace that was in the lord jesus even though he was rich yet for your sake He became poor so that you through his poverty may become rich that's the grace that's a spiritual blessing you must also know who the Holy Spirit is is a mighty one in us today is the one who teaches us to profit is the one who instructs us in the way that we will go we are not left as orphans because he said he will come to us so these are the spiritual blessing when you understand it it's easy for you to get a business idea It's easy for you to be the best employee in your establishment. It's it's easy for you to know which way to go. The Holy Spirit, I love that scripture over and over again in John 14, 26. Talking about the spiritual blessing of the Holy Spirit. In the Amplified Classic, He stands as our teacher, as our comforter. He stands our standby, our strengthener, our intercessor. So, everything you need in life it is on the inside of you. This is not just motivation. This is the word of God. Can you see what he says? He said, but the comforter, that is the counselor, the helper, the intercessor, the advocate, the strengthener, the by, that is the Holy Spirit. So, that's one of the spiritual blessings that we have. And so, when we understand it, it goes a long way. We are designed to live a productive life. Can I have an amen tonight? Can you confess with me? I am designed to live a productive life. I am not a parasite, I am not a liability. I am a producer. I'm not talking about music now, but I'm a producer. Yeah, I have what it takes to succeed. I have what it takes to live a productive life. I have what it takes to be a blessing, not just to myself, to be a blessing to other people. You know what God told Abraham? He said, I will bless you and thou shalt be a blessing. So we have all that it takes. He said, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us? Not that who is going to bless us. He has blessed us. Where you have water in your storage tank, are you in need of water? I'm asking a question tonight. Will you? Do you have any cause to be in need of water? All you just have to do is to turn off the tap, and there will be the supply. Can I have an amen? If you refuse to turn off the tap. Or you refuse to, or you are ignorant, you don't know how the tap operates or where the tap is, you will be asking for water, whereas you have it right within your space. Can I have an amen? So that's the first reminder. The first reminder, Ephesians 1 3 is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us so we need to come into that awareness you know prosperity messages wealth messages is not the teaching of a church it is the mind of God for his creation there is nothing pious about poverty poverty is sin poverty is a spirit he holds in bondage anyone and takes in captivity anyone who is ignorant of the f- blessings of the father yeah, like for example another blessing of the father is that he does not want anyone to be to, to he wants everyone to be saved he doesn't want anyone to end up in doom but do you know that people will be going to hell tonight and they have no business in going there Because all that God has to do concerning the sin of humanity, he has done it. Can I have an amen? By the gift of Jesus, we can have eternal life. By the gift of Jesus, we can have the assurance of the life that it is now and the one that is to come. So we have a good, good father. In Psalm 73 verse 1, he said, Truly, God is good. It's good to you and I. It's good to Israel. It's good to you and I. So we must have that basic understanding. We have the gift of a father. We have the gift of uh, our savior. We have the gift of the Holy Spirit. These are spiritual blessings. When we understand the different dispensation and where we are today, we can take advantage of those things that have been freely given to us. Praise God. I say praise God. I feel like preaching tonight. So I'm just, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just, (laughs) I'm just getting it out. Praise God. I just need to remind you and I, because there is so much distraction in our world today. But the truth is that I love this song. It's one of the songs. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. He said, for the things of this world, we grow strangely dim." Let me give you an illustration of how this. Have you traveled on a very sunny afternoon before, on the highway? Hmm? You see this thing that looks like it on the, on the asphalt surface. Have you? And sometimes it looks like you are, the more you are getting closer or you are driving closer to it, the more it's going away from you. It's called mirage. That's the way things of this world are, they, are, they, they just go strangely dim. But you and I should look full in the face of Jesus. Praise God. All things are ours in Christ Jesus. I need to remind you of that. All things, all things, all things that makes for life and godly living has been given to you and I. So that's the first scripture. The second one is Psalm 24. Psalm 24 verse one. Psalm 24 verse one. I I know that we have, sometimes we don't make sales. Sometimes uh, we don't meet our target. But what does the word say? Can we read together? The heart is the Lord's. And all the trueness, the word and those that dwell in it. Do you know that as a salesperson or as a business person, you can you stay on this scripture and call customers? Because why? The heart is the Lord's. The heart is the Lord's. So the heart doesn't, it, it's not. Who says that people must patronize you are people in your local community only? Who says that people that must patronize you are people from Nigeria? No, the heart is the Lord. So as a business person, you need to have that global mindset. So when you are praying, God can bring the ravenous board from the east. As long as there is someone living somewhere, God can import them to execute his will or counsel for your life. Can I have an amen? amen? So the heart is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The heart is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The heart is the Lord and the fullness thereof. When we have this perspective, there is no limit as to how God can announce our lives. Praise God. The heart is the Lord. So tonight, I I just want to also remind you, why do we give? Why do we give? Why do we give? Just a reminder. Number one reason why we give is because we love God. Because we love him. I mean, having established that, we have a father, we have a savior, and then we have a friend or a companion, the Holy Spirit, who represents the father and the son to us today. Praise God. So when we give, we are giving because we love him. How many of you still have your heartly parents? Yeah. So when you give to them, what happens? You are glad and they are also glad. Can I have an amen? I mean, I've never seen any parents who feel sad because their children are giving to them. So God delights when we give to him out of love. That's the motive why we give God things. It's not that God... I mean, in, uh, there is a song in Yoruba that uh, uh, oh, the, uh, this God does not eat colonos. Um, doesn't eat my mind. doesn't eat all that you say. said that, that what he actually hits is praises. Have but yeah, there is something that comes when you are appreciating fellow human beings. When you give a gift to them, It gladdens the heart of you as the giver. It gladdens the heart of the receiver. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. So we give. That's the number one reason. I mean, we need to understand that and put it in perspective. We don't give to get. We don't. I know that there is an expectation of faith that when you sow your seed, I mean, God responds back in love. But the primary reason why we give is because we love him and I have an amen. We don't do trade by battle with God. And you know, some people, they say, oh, you must have expectations, so you can say, if you do this for me, then I will do this for you. That's a crafty Jacob talking. And you can't put that in the context of who we are today. Jacob did not have the Holy Spirit when he was saying, if you prosper this journey, when I come back, I will do this. No. We give because we love him. We give because we love him. We can't count his blessing over our lives. One of the blessings, which is a, a very critical one for me, is ability to breathe. Ability to breathe. <laughs> Please, brothers, sisters, sometimes you just need to visit the hospital. Not because you are you are visiting someone who is sick. Some people are giving heads. They are helped to breathe. Praise God. And then since you all sat here today, you've taken it in and out many times. Unhealed. So, we have a Father who watches over us. So, number one reason why we give is because we love Him. The second reason, which I want to remind you of, is because we are giving in obedience to His Word. Acts, 20, uh, Acts 6 38. He like, said, Give. Eh? And it shall be given to you. That's his word. Acts 20 35. He said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. So we give in obedience to his word. Bring thee all the time. That's his word. That's his word. So love and reap mercy. That's his word. So when we give, whether it's money, whether it's our love that God Himself has put in our heart, that we are sharing it with other people, we are giving because we are living our lives in obedience to God's word. There, there's something I saw again today. Galatians 5 6. That's why you need to give. Because even these faiths, eh? This faith that we profess, he said, for he said, but faith. Walking through love. Faith this is your faith, my faith. We walk only through one medium: love. 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 It didn't say prayer. Even though prayer is important. He didn't even say giving, even though giving is important. But your faith, the true measure of our faith, walking effectually is when we do it through love. Praise God. So we give in obedience to his word. The third reason. Why we give is to see the needs of other people met. Praise God. As I said, praise God. This story is not like the story of that man or young man. Uh, well, man praying. He said, Lord, bless me. Bless my wife. Bless our son, Johnny, and no one else. No, we give to bless all that. To see the needs of other people met. Like I said, giving is not just reduced to money. You can give love, you can give affection, you can you can give um trying to make life easy for other people by helping them to answer the questions in their lives. That's giving. So he said, give, and it shall be given to you good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over, shall men put You can give a a gift of smile. Can I have an amen tonight? Can you just turn to your neighbor just for a few seconds and give them a smile? No, look straight into their eyes and give them a smile. Are you waiting to reap? No, it's an instantaneous reaping. And nobody is giving that sister a smile. Uh And do you make effort to give? People that beautiful smile no it's just supernaturally natural praise god because the word of god says it's only a wicked man who had this his face can i have an amen tonight? yeah it's there in the bible it's there in the bible so it's a like give and you will receive Your gift will return to you. I did not see anyone across this room, at least the people I can see. I don't know who, when someone just smiles to you now, you are grinning or you are holding back. And you are saying, "Mm." No, you don't do that. A wicked man, Proverbs 21, 29, in case you don't know where it is, is right there on your screen. So I'm not making it up. A wicked man hiding his face. A wicked man. And since you are not wicked from tonight, let beautiful smile. Always proceed out of your bosom. Can I have an amen? Amen. So, we see the needs of other people's met. We become a source of joy to a family. We put a smile on someone's face. That's the third reason why we give, isn't it? The fourth reason is to see the great commission fulfilled. That's why we give. We give to reach the lost. We give to equip the ones who go to preach the gospel. I mean, I've started seeing street proclaimers again. I've started seeing them. I've started seeing people going with megaphone to preach the good news. When you see such people, we give to support them. If you can't go, give to someone who is going Praise God. So, to see the great commission fulfilled, Matthew 28, that's the great commission, in case you don't know, verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. He said, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore. That's the great commission. We are commissioned to go. Our workspace is the pulpit, is the harvest field. He said, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, because that's a spiritual blessing. He said, Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Not sometimes. So if you are giving to see the great commission fulfilled, you are assured of God's presence. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? You can't be doing that and things life will happen to you just anyhow. No. He said this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith in the Lord Jesus. So that's the fourth reason why we give. The number five reason why we give is to be able to plant seeds for our own needs to be met. So when you give, you are planting seeds for your own needs to be met. I mean, if you help other people, you cannot find yourself in a place eh, where you are stranded in life. I've seen that happen over and over again. Just position your life to be a blessing to other people. Not because you are preaching like I'm preaching now. No, because when we say such things, people just reduce it to people on the pulpit. No, there is something God has put in your life that you can use to be a blessing to other people. And once you begin to do it, Activated and is becoming um, recognition of it, and is becoming something that you find that flame. You find out that it's like a seed. It's like a seed. There are people who don't know. People show up for them. Why? They have shown up for other people. Can I have an amen? There is a law seed sowing. It's not just money. Seed sowing. And in Genesis eight twenty two. God established a principle. We are what people. So whatever you read in the word of God, it means it is doable. And by the help of the Holy Spirit, when you practice it, the blessing that are attached to those words is yours. He said, as long as the heart remains. So it's not just something, even in the New Testament. It's a principle of God. Seed, time, and harvest. Just like we can see it happening, the natural weather, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night, has not ceased and will never cease. As long as the Jesus is still delaying His coming. Praise God. I said praise God. So generous people will receive the most. Generous people, Acts 35 or 2035, it's more blessed. Acts 20:35. It's more blessed to give. It's more blessed to give. Paul was writing here. He said, I have shown you in every way by laboring like this. So we should labor to give. Give because we love God. Give in obedience to his world. Give to see the great commission fulfilled. Give to see the needs of other people's met. Give to sow seed for our own needs to be met. He said, I have shown you in every way by laboring like this, that you must support the weak. The weak. He said, and remember the words of our Lord Jesus Christ that he said. So Jesus said it. And so when we leave in the reality of that world, we are also being blessed by doing the war. Can I have an amen? amen. Let me just remind you, 12 principles around the subject of biblical wealth. 12, 12. Is there there in this world. Number one, everything we give originates from God. And this is a reminder. This service is a reminder. Just to recall the things we've learned. Everything we give originates from God. God is the source. Never forget that. Never forget that. You know the story uh, that, that, that was used over and over to illustrate this is like what happened to our kids, this kid here. If I call out testimony now and say testimony come and have um, a pack of biscuit." If I give testimony that pack of b- biscuit. Except that he has understood the principle of generosity. Do you know that two minutes after, if I say, share that biscuit with me, he said no? And that's what a typical human being will do. But hey, if I give him, if I just have a pack of biscuits here, I don't know how many pieces I need a pack, and I just remove one piece to give him, and out of the one piece, I'm asking him, maybe a a piece contained for um, whatever it is that is packed inside that sachet. One out of it. I mean, most of the time, that's how we behave. Not knowing that that God does not only have one packet, He has multiple of packets that we never run dry. So, everything, it's a perspective, it's a mindset. It's a mindset. Please understand, you and I, there's nothing we have that God has not given us. And there is nothing he's making demand on on us for that he has not have a trillion times over what he's making demand from us. If peradventure is even making any demand. Everything we have or we give originates from God. There's nothing to brag about. There is nothing, there is nothing, there is nothing. Number two, believers can operate in the grace for giving. So when we recognize that God is the source, it's very easy when we recognize him as our father, the source of everything. It's very easy, just like the pack of biscuits. It's very easy for testimony to share with me, even more than to knowing fully aware that He's aware that I have loads, a warehouse full. Let's even imagine. It's just biscuit. I have a warehouse loaded with packets uh, or cartons of biscuit. It will be ready to share with me that person. So if we understand it, we can operate in the grace for giving. First Corinthians 8, verses 1 to 3. There is a grace for giving. In other words, we can go beyond our ability. It's just one piece of biscuit. Even though testimony is hungry, one piece, of, he can say to himself, oh, I, I am hungry, but I recognize for you to also ask or make a demand is that you are hungry. Let's share it into half. Or take three Why I eat one. Or take the whole four. You know, it's like that. It's stages of generosity where you can learn to totally depend on this God. Can I have an amen tonight? So believers can operate because God has shown us the example. There is nothing we all give. I give, you give, that can outgive God. God gave us the best gift of all, the gift of his son. He left his glory. He who knew no sin was made sin for us. So there is nothing you and I are giving that can match that generosity of God. Can I have an amen? But we can operate in the grace for giving. We can give. We can, we can, we can. God can instruct us to do. And even when we give, our joy—that's what He says in that first Corinthians, day, that our joy will be complete. Some that those um, be, um, Corinthians believers or Macedonian believers, the Bible says they gave beyond their ability. They gave in their poverty. In other words, they don't even have sufficient enough, so they are not giving out of their sufficiency. They are giving because they love God. They are giving in obedience to His word. They are giving because they want the gospel to spread beyond where they are. Can I have an amen? amen. So believers can operate in the grace for giving. Thirdly, believers have the duty to minister financially to those who have blessed them. The Macedonian believers bless the Jews. In Galatians 6, says it, it said, Let him who is taught in the world communicate in good things to so their teachers. So we can give, we have a duty to minister financially to those who have blessed you. Number four, love must always be our motive for giving. It's not show off. It's not selfishness. I understand that, I mean, when you, some of these things, we have also introduced into churches. So sometimes people distribute envelopes like this, and then they mark it out, and then they are expecting you to bring it back. And during the service, everybody announced, uh, "This donation is from Brother Shile and is a sum of three hundred million naira." and everybody clap, 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 clap the next one is from brother wale It's 1 billion dollars and then we ask uh, we ask two seats golden seats to be made one from brother wale another one from brother chile and after praise worship that's when they enter and they sit on their golden seats no, love must be the motive. Jesus sat over treasury one day, and everybody was giving in that manner. But one woman showed up, and she gave not even something that can be seen physically. But she gave her best. She gave her all, and Jesus recognized that. He said all these other people. Actually, they are not giving out of the motive of love. They are giving so that they can be seen. And that's why they can—they—they are, they are Pharisees. Hmm? They are far to see. And then the other bunch, they are Sadducees. They are always very sad, even when they are giving. And you can still have modern day Pharisees and Sadducees. Uh, he who have and ear, Let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. So, love must be the believer's motive for giving. And like I said, I mean, the greatest love of all is John three sixteen. You know what the Bible also says, or Paul puts together for us, in 1 Corinthians 3, some people can even give. Their body to be born. He said, but if they don't do it out of love, it is nothing. It is nothing. Number five, missionary, ministers, have a right to be supported financially by their work in ministry. Any wise believer we take care and give to their spiritual leaders. That's it. I mean, this is, I, I think Reverend Tokes also reminded us this. Minister to your spiritual leader, to your pastor. Fellowship don't do naming for you. They don't do housewarming for you. They don't do burial for you i'm not saying don't give to fellowship you can but understand the way these things work life do happen even the president of your fellowship don't know what to do when life happens but god has planted you in a local church that's why i don't believe that believers should just be going all around no i don't believe so you are planted you should be planted in the local church Psalm 92 talks about it is that those who are planted in the house of God they will flourish in the court of our God on Sunday eh, let me give you a typical example on Sunday Korea from heaven if they are looking for me on planet heart it is our seven. but imagine if they come here they don't see me they do just like they do in post return to sender so all the packages we go there back to where it came from so as a believer, you must understand the place of your planting. When they are looking for you, like Malam, they should find you at the gate. But some people will say, oh, we don't have a church. So I've met people like that. Even some of them say, ah, oh, this week we are light out. Next week we go to City of David. Another time this week, we go to Mountain of Fire. Another week we go, to- it's good. But the truth is that it's just like people who bleach. When they are sending parcel from heaven, in heaven's record, they are dark people. But when did they come here, they are fear. And the angels are wondering. I'm asking for ayo. Where there are many ayos here. Uh, the ayos that we have here, all of them are I mean, in this record, you know, Korea Detail record, it's dark. this ayo is, is supposed to be a dark complexion. That's what we gave him from heaven. But this one yellow man is not the ayah we are looking for. People don't like it, but that's the way it is. You should be comfortable in your skin. Yeah. David said, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. The color of your nose, the shape of your hair, everything is perfect for your purpose. Can I have an Amen. Yeah. If I have pointed nose now, I will just be dragging it every time because I'm not satisfied whether the thing is still pointed. But this is the way it is. I don't have to touch it. See, we are in the world, but we are not the world. And all those body enhancements, you don't need it. to You don't need it. I'm still in <laughs> Number six Believers you practice Consistent and systematic Giving Purpose in your heart This is how much I want to be giving to God Every week, every month Do every year Purpose in your heart Why? He said God loves A cheerful giver God loves an hilarious giver. You see, as you all walk with God, it is not worth somebody. And you know, here, we don't even spend time on it. Put your hand into your right pocket. Can you pull it out? Say, Lord, this is how much I love you. Put your hand into the left pocket. Can you pull it out? Lord, this is how much I love you. So, which hand is handful? The one that is handful is the one that you should dip in the offering bowl. If you can say, give and it shall be given to you, you should decide. He loves and he hilarious giver. In fact, what Paul says, he said, "As God has prospered each person." What they say, you're Praise God. As God has prospered each person means as God has helped you to de- to 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 borrow to develop capacity. Do you know? Let me say something to you tonight. Do you know that I can have 10 million naira and I'm giving 20 naira every week? And I can I can be looking for bankers here. Sister, I no more need mint. I need mint. So that when I'm giving it, I'm even counting it. Everybody is looking at it. Whereas I have 200 million. I'm, I, I will now do 10, 10 naira, mint in twenty places. <laughs> oh I, I do I do bundle. So when he gives me one bundle, I just put it and everybody around me say ah Baboy Bundle man give <laughs> No You should practice it. It's not when somebody comes there and says, Let's give an offering. That's when you know, Oh, okay. Ah, offering, okay. But I'm not You should practice it consistently. You are, you are recognizing this God as your source. Number seven, giving is a grace that can be exercised in the midst of challenges of life. You can exercise a grace for giving. There was an incident. The Bible talked about this woman, Lydia, the seller of purple. But that's not the business woman. But they said her heart was open to the Lord and to us. I saw some picture, I can't display them now. I saw some picture this week, or somebody from London sent it. I saw that picture and I was saying to myself. Is this me? Have I come? I wasn't wearing suit. I was wearing coat. And I can give you my phone. You pass it. I didn't have jacket. I was borrowing my cousin's jacket. I'm not saying that to to do anything to you. But what I'm what I'm saying is that. God has helped me. And I can't deny that he has helped me. Can I have an amen tonight? When I think of the goodness of Jesus, that's what I'm saying to you. That's what I'm saying to you. And every one of us in this room, we have a measure of that testimony. You can pass it around. It's just from a few years ago. Praise God. You can't recognize me there, so don't worry. So, giving is a grace that can be exercised in the midst of challenges of life. What have I not given in my own little experience? I've given things, I've given cars, I've given. I mean, I can't remain where I was. Praise God. Don't save it. Don't do anything. Just pass it. So you can give yourself out of any situation of life. That's what I'm saying. You can. You can. You can. Number eight. God wants believers to play their part in carrying the weight of the gospel. That's why we give. God, I mean, it's when people don't, don't it's when people have not been free from poverty. That's when they think that when they are giving, they are giving to a man. I've organized myself out of it. I don't have any partnership with poverty. Let me be sincere with you. It cannot, it cannot stay around me. And you cannot convince me that it is good. That it's a measure of prosperity. or spirituality. I don't have money in that real sense yet. But my mindset is that hey, whatever the challenge, my wife says, Hey, yeah. Because, see, I I am dogged. I know the word works. I am dogged to believe everything this word says. And I know it's a matter of time, it will produce. And I don't owe anybody apology, it's a walk. I did not build my Christianity on what other people say. What other people say has inspired me, but I also take time to look at the word myself. Praise God. And I want to throw that challenge to you. You see, you can exercise the grace in the midst of challenges of life. Number eight, I say God wants believers to play their parts and carry the weight of the gospel. I mean, we were talking about this among the minister. You know, there is a Pareto principle. 80-20, it means 20% of people are responsible for the 80%. So in terms of commitment, it's still 20-80. In terms of uh, giving, in fact, they said that we should not say, it because American church now, I think three, uh, 3% of people are the only one who gives to any local assembly. No, we have to play by our part. We have to play our part. May our story never be the summary of Psalm 49. Man that is in honor and understand not, is like the beast of the uh, uh, field that perishes. This side, they want to see that picture. I deliberately want them to see, everybody to see. I didn't draw from heaven. No. I practice. The word works. The word of God works. It works. Perfectly works. It leads every man out of the dunk hills praise God. As I said praise the Lord. So number nine, Paul clearly teaches the law of sowing and reaping. Galatians 6, 7, Philippians 4, 14 to 19, he clearly taught it. So if Paul taught it, it means it's relevant to our lives as believers because it was a man who wrote three quarters of the New Testament. Paul taught it. So we must believe that there is a law of sowing and reaping. Number 10, Paul sought people's hearts and not their money. That's also my desire. Second Corinthians 12, 14 to 18. Can I say something tonight? Okay, I won't say it because I'm online. But the truth is that, see, if I have capacity to do something great for the Lord, I will not despise you because you don't have that capacity. Because I know if you are also operating from your own capacity, you will consistently grow can I also say this? There is nothing anybody can give to the gospel that can shake me. It's no pride. Because when I see that level of commitment, I am inspired if I'm not at that level. So even, because that's what the scripture says, it says they did beyond their means. Praise God. Praise God. I have some figures in my heart. Before I leave this heart, I will give it to the gospel. It's not, it's not anything. And I won't announce it. I used to think that it is weird until I listened to one of our patriarchs of faith. I mean, the man is even down this road. He said that was a year. He was just talking to the Lord. This year I must give you one million dollars. And he said he was bit he said it was just within the first four months. He said, So. It doubles it two million again dollars, and then five and ten. So he stopped at ten. He's not living abroad; he's living here. So it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Some people will say, "Oh, for you to get one million dollars, you must do crypto trading, sub to, sub to trading training, uh, money wise, money foolish, money pan foolish." No. Hey, intellectless in law, covenantless lele. I'm not saying don't invest. In fact, I mean, in this series, you have seen how they've helped us to organize. The man is coming back to answer our question. It's good. You must have financial intelligence. It's good. But at the end of the day, please put everything in the realm of covenant. Because money failed in Egypt. So money can fail any day. So, Paul sought people's hearts and not their money. I have two minutes more. Number 11, Paul was eager to give to the poor. I don't know what it is. Hey, everyone in this room tonight, you are not Paul. So, any member of every member of Lighthouse must not be thinking uh, they the rich, we the poor. No, we are the rich. The difference between all of us may be capacity, but we are the rich. We are blessed already, but it must manifest that we can be a blessing to other people. Can I have an amen? Proverbs nineteen seventeen says, "He who gives to the poor." Lends to God. so I'm not poor. I'm not. And when you have pity on the poor, it's a principle. I'm not talking about uh, this one that people do all around. Eh? If you look at the jewelry and everything they are putting on, it's in excess of million, And they have one, uh, two bags of rice, two bags of indomie, uh, and then salt and some things. That is not worth 200 and then they bring television, LTV, and all that to come and view it. I'm not talking about that. Whoever has mercy to the needy is a loan to God. God pays back those loans in full. Lastly tonight, Paul and John encourage Christian charity among the brethren. Galatians 6.10, 1 John 3, 17, 18. Galatians six ten, he said, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those in the household of faith. I don't have much money, but the one that I have at this dispensation of my life, I share it with people. That's the truth. Uh, 1 John 3, 7, 18, 17 to 18. 1 John 3, 17 to 18. 1 John 3, 17 to 18. What does he say? He said, behold, what manner? 3, 3 17 and 18. 17 and 18. Okay, I'm looking at the one in front of me. So he said, But whoever has this word's good and sees his brother in need and shut up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word and in tongue but indeed and in truth. Can I give you a very simple way I live my life? I have 10,000 Naira and somebody is in need of 10, 5,000 Naira. I give. I give. Not because I'm expecting anything in return. But you see, because trust level is low in our world, some people don't believe that that's what you have. So sometimes I screenshot. Or somebody wants 10,000 Naira, I can give, sometimes I can give my whole 10,000 naira, And the person still said, I say, see, I don't want to talk. This is my seat. And I screenshot my account to them. They said, they are very sorry. I said, see, I don't. You are my brother, you are my sister. You have a need, and it is within my... Day. My need may be hundred thousand, but your own ten thousand error. For I should give your own ten thousand, so that my hundred thousand can come. Can you see the mindset? And God is faithful. So tonight, please, those twelve things I'm reminding you again. Please, we are not we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Yeah. So we are covenant people. Covenant people don't act on sentiment; they act on instructions. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the Son of God. So expect yourself as a covenant person to be led. And don't join discussion on all these things that people do. Comment session. No. No. Don't let other people's ignorance and other people's poverty mindset to ruin your testimony. And don't, don't truncate your seeds. Eh, so you have given in faith. And then some of you say, say I don't even know what they are doing with, with people's money. All these pastors, they are just they are just and um, And then you that have just sown a seed in faith. You are saying say, yeah, me too. I don't know. I don't know. You have truncated the, your own process of seed. Guard your seed. Guard your seed. A farmer doesn't look at the other person's seed. He just concentrates, he prepares the land. Hey, what it he has a picture of harvest at the end of the day, it's harvest time that tells the difference. I pray that the blessings of the Lord continually rest upon you. I pray that this season of that we have shifted into something new, God of heaven will visit all the seed that you have sown in the time past. I pray that this will be a season of harvest for you. I pray that your heart is enlarged for increase at this season. I pray for favor, favor upon your family, favor upon your business, favor over the, your career path. The blessings of the Lord rest mightily upon you. This country, this land, yield increase unto you. In Jesus' precious name, God bless you. Have a-
0: this message is brought to you by the Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2 slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthouseng.org for more.